Hey guys, if you like what you heard, please make sure that you follow us on social media at BLS Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure that you definitely share and spread the words about Bold, Loud, and Screaming Podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. Until next time, bye. Hey guys, today we have Miss Kelly Mosley guest hosting with us. Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Absolutely. You are so talented. I just want to say, I freaking love my earrings. (laughs) I purchased from you. And I actually have been purchasing from you for a while and I didn't know. So I would go to like the block parties, mm-hmm. um, the High Park block uh, party and a brew fest. And I purchased uh, a couple of pieces from you. I didn't know at the time because I think like by the, by the time I got to your booth, I think like all of the cards was gone. I don't know, but I was just happy that I got my, <laughs> this is the last pair, this is the last pair. Um, and I, it didn't even dawn on me until I saw something you had posted on Facebook. And I was like, huh? And a lot of my friends follow you. And I was just like, let me just go and look. And I was like, I have some of (laughs) those. I have some of my jewelry. Didn't even know, girl. Like, you are so, so talented. It's crazy. I, I mean, like, where do you get your, like, inspiration from? Um, I I always, I get this question a a lot and it's always the same answer, even though when I say the answer, it's just like, oh yeah. But in any case, that was so random. Um, Just life (laughs) talking to people and different conversations and just experiencing life and traveling. Um, Yeah. It's, it's not, I don't think it's hard to, to find inspiration. Sometimes I, I see the, you know, sometimes with anything, we could take shortcuts, but if you just like open your eyes and just, just be where you are, like there's inspiration everywhere. So yeah, I'm, I'm never short of an idea. I I just think, um, yeah, my vision just kind of warps itself into a lot of different things. So that's, that's why it's, it's a lot of, um, Sometimes my my collections can be overwhelming for some people that are just not used Mm -hmm. to it because I just don't do just one cookie cutter type style. It's like a variations of a lot of different styles and some styles I'm starting to bring back. Um, It'll be almost 20 years in a couple of years that I've been creating. So I know it feels so my cousin had to remind me of that. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. And then all these other thoughts, you know, come into your head, like so. But yeah, I'm I'm just honored and and happy for for what I have right now. <laughs> so I know that's right. I know that's right. Now, were you in? Okay, this may or may not, but I'm connecting pieces because our paths had crossed before, if I'm not mistaken. I think I had to so. sit back and think. I had to like really because I was like I know her like <laughs> you know I Chicago is really small like even if we it don't is. like know know each other 
it's like so many things that we probably hang out at the same spaces, know a lot of the same people. Like Chicago is not as big as it seems, <laughs> even though I know it's, it's, it's not. a lot of people here, but it's, it's, the culture is kind of small, which is nice. So it is. It really is. It's like, you know, like, man, I know. Oh, you know, so it's always right. like that. Like, yeah, I know so far. Yeah, I was. It's always like, it's a little big city. Like, for real. It really is. Especially really Black city. Chicago. You'd be like, oh, I see. I just keep seeing the same people. And then when you meet somebody mm-hmm. new, you're like, oh, we, we know 10 of the same people. <laughs> I just haven't seen you before, you know, but you probably have seen them before. Who knows? It's, exactly. I, I like it in any case. So. Are you watching any types of, like, are you drawn to any kind of shows right now, like with COVID or anything like that? Um, I've been finding myself watching so many shows. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I, w- I would say the, the most show that I watch is probably Peppa Pig and PJ Masks because my son and I share a TV and basically it's his TV and yeah, whatever he wants to watch, that's what we watch. I'm usually trying to multitask and do something on my computer and entertain him and play with him and still watch it. So, but I do like Peppa Pig for something. <laughs> PJ Masks. <laughs> So. First of all, let me tell you how petty Pe- Peppa is petty. Okay, I had to sit and really. I'm so. <laughs> I have a four year old, so Peppa she loves Peppa Pig, and I was sitting watching this episode, and I'm hearing Peppa, and she's like, "Oh, I can't whistle," and everybody was whistling around what? her, and so then all of a sudden she calls her friend, I think Susie, she, yep, Susie. and she's just like, "Hey, Susie." <laughs> can you whistle she was like yeah i know how to whistle she starts whistling and peppa's like looking at this phone and was like click she right. just hung up on her friend. <laughs> oh like, gosh oh my oh my god peppa is really petty <laughs> it's it's a whole different thing with these with the new cartoons but i do like peppa pig and, and pj mask because because my son, he he enjoys it, so I enjoy watching him get excited, and you know he's all in his superhero phase and stage, which I don't think he'll grow out, which is awesome. I hope he doesn't. I love. So that. I love like you know dressing up with the capes and the mask, and we just like act it out. It's super cool. Like I I just enjoy. I it. love that. So, that is so, so I haven't. I have watched shows, you know, on some of the streaming stations, um, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, there's nothing that like, oh my gosh, that kind of just sticks out lately. I did see the the movie about the the chess, um, and I can't oh my God. think of it. Oh, I man. can't remember the name. It was it was so good. It, yeah, it that was because so <laughs> it was really good. I can't remember the name of it, but I watched that and I literally, I was like, I cannot believe that I'm watching the show about chess and I'm like really invested in it. Like, it was, yeah, it was, like, I, it was so, it was just layered. It was so much more than just chess. So I, I appreciate those types of 
shows and, and movies that you think you're watching one thing and it is about that one thing that there's it's just like life like we we're more than just this one thing you know even though we all are living life but we're all living it under you know our interpretation or how we perceive things and so yeah I just I appreciated it so much I really did but that's the only besides cartoons that's the only (laughs) the only thing that was a big show to watch though um and and like you said you know how the shows where where life you know the art imitates life exactly I find myself drawn as well and you have these characters and and hers in particular and about how she was you know kind of like you know she had this kind of tumultuous relationship with her mom obviously she was dealing with mental health issues and the 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 her mom blocking kind of that relationship with her father even though her father tried to be in her life but it ultimately her mom kind of ultimately you know blocked that yeah and um because of her own yeah that thing i mean blocked a lot of the relationships relationship with the the grandmother um yeah it was yeah I, I i'm just happy that she found something that she could you know sort of have a escape almost yeah i don't want to like totally like overanalyze <laughs> but i just oh, girl, i, I, I some, some good things in it it was it was cool queen's gambit i had to look yes. it. i was like i gotta know the name of this one how That's can i forget queen's gambit yeah <laughs> okay speaking of that, that there okay so i brought that up um <laughs> there's a new show and again i like shows one of my things that that helps me kind of decompress, um, I'm an overthinker, overanalyze, mm-hmm. over all it. And then while working and everything, and sometimes for me, I just like to watch something where I don't have to think. <laughs> yes. Literally, it's like, okay, just give me a minute. I don't want to have to think. And so watching movies or like really good shows when I can, meaning like, it has to be again, like I like where art it kind of imitates life or these complex stories um of these characters. And one show I came across is on HBO Max and it's called Love Life with Anna Kendricks. Okay. Now usually she played Princess Poppy, you know, she played in um goodness, what was the name of that? Like the singer, like it's the singing movie acapella singing so so she usually has like these kind of upbeaty like recently upbeat type of movies so i didn't know where it was gonna go i was just like let me just let me just give it a try well anyway um i ended up like loving this show and the reason why i liked it so much because it was it was a uh, it was about her, her character she really didn't get the attention from her parents um her parents got um divorced and when they got divorced she felt like she was replaced because they got remarried and she kind of got lost in that um to the point where she would do like drastic things to be able to get people's attention and one of the things she did do was like she's like I'm gonna go to boarding school and she just was like she did it thinking that her parents was like no you can't leave but they were just like all right you know she's (laughs) like like, okay So I guess I'm going to boarding school. Right. But anyway, she finds herself being like this people, super people pleaser and seeking attention in all the wrong ways, but not in a way that's like 
super in your face. It was just kind of like, you know, um, hey, I don't like this, you know. And somebody was like, well, I don't know. I kind of like it. And she'll be like, you know, oh, well, I guess it's okay. You know, I guess mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. You know what I mean? Kind of compromising yeah. herself, yeah. so to say, in order to find that connection. And so for me, I was just like, hmm, how many times do we do that? Like, to me, that's like some real stuff, you know. Probably um, every day. So <laughs> every day, all the yeah. time. The, and um, how did human nature? No, I was just going to say, even if it's like small, but we, I think a lot of people, including myself, we, every day. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, with her mother, she had this. Um, it's not like she didn't keep in contact with her mom, but it was just kind of like, I love you, mom, but I can't deal with you. So um, eventually their relationship comes to a head. Mm-hmm. And um, during this process, they showed the mother to kind of understand what, like how she is the way she is, because she felt like her mom would always make everything about her, mm-hmm. which she did. But the root of that is that her mom never really gave her attention. Her mom, basically, she wasn't supposed to be planned during the time. You know, this is like the old school times. You get pregnant, you either get rid of it or, you know, they sending you away. Right, <laughs> She's right. gone for summer. You know, oh, she was ill or something. Right. And you have the baby and give it up. Right. Um, well, her mom didn't do that. So she just had this baby and just kind of like left her to fend for herself. And so oh. a part of that um was that her mom became kind of like this narcissist as a way to just she had to create her own self and so basically it was a pattern um that happened a cycle so to say Mm -hmm. um of this feeling unloved needing attention and not having the validation or approval Mm -hmm. and neither one of them knew that they were feeling like this at any point they have a breakthrough and basically the whole summary of this is how you know, parents for me was how parenting affects so many parts of who you are and relationships in your life. Mm. And it, it made me think about like, cause again, we have so many of these stories and a lot of times these stories about your journey, especially, you know, coming from parents and things like that, they're not from a lens of the African American experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, I know for myself, before I had children, I had all these, of course, like we, all of us do, kind of have like these ideas of how you will raise your child until you get in it. And it's like, oh, shit, like, (laughs) for real, this is like, there's, there's no manual, there's no, nothing. It's literally day by day. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's like, there's no one size fits all like you. You know, you get, I felt like I was bombarded with like information and a lot of the information was very helpful, especially, um, during the infancy stage. It was like, okay, yes, do this, you know, Mm -hmm. try, try this remedy for that, for upset stomach. But then sometimes at some point, I feel like we kind of turns into unsolicited advice and opinion (laughs) and judgments, um, that are placed on us, especially, um, black women, you know, like you're supposed to discipline your child. You're supposed to, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And, and then it's like, you know, uh, it's, it's like putting, putting all of this expectations on you 
and you're still trying to figure it out. It's like, oh my God, I can't do that. Right. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm only one person. I'm only, you know what I mean? I can only, the, the mommy guilt is real. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say that. And, and the judgment. Um, so how many children do you have? I have one. He's uh he's three. He'll be four in Aww. April. So yes, I'm just mommy of one right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a mommy of one too. So we girl, <laughs> do you get the question of when you gonna have another one? Do you get no, that? No, they know better. They know I I think the people that know me, <laughs> they know better not to ask me certain things. Especially now since I'm a little bit more I used to didn't like speak up or I just used to just mm-hmm. let things be like, eh, whatever. Um, but now I'm just like, no, I no, I don't like that. Or no, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> you know, I'm just mm-hmm. very, no has become a, a word that, that I added to my vocabulary as, yes. you know, just as far as certain yes. things. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. So that's yeah. not what I want to do. <laughs> I think no is a magical word that has negative, a negative association. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like no is a very powerful word that is needed in everything every, every, uh, every facet of your life, you know? And, um, when I was younger and, and relating to this character and the people pleasing and the, you know, I, I would, I was the type of person I would go with the flow a lot. Yeah. And in that sometimes when you go with the flow too much, you end up losing your essence. No, I agree. I I totally agree with that. Even if when you go with the flow and then the flow is not for you and then you finally say Mm -hmm. something and speak up and then it's just like, whoa, this is too much. You know, it's like once people can't control, so to speak, they like who you are or you just whatever they say, you know, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, I can do that. Or you know, even though you know it's like out of your way, it's not within your budget or your schedule or whatever the situation is. And once mm-hmm. you start saying no and no, it's like then you become difficult or um, not a good friend or whatever people try to do. It's just like, uh, okay, well, I guess I'm not to you, you know, but I'm not doing that anymore. So. And we're done. <laughs> it's like now. Or how come you're not always this? Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like now that I've I've All gotten older, it's just yeah, I'm not. It's it's a it's a practice, like you say that that no, but once you, it's practice and you know put into place. I think it's it can be a beautiful thing for everybody because like Absolutely. don't. You don't have to uh, lie or not be who you are because you're afraid that somebody's not going to be your friend. Well, then they don't need to be your friend to Mm -hmm. begin with. If they, you know, it's like what I or even even family journey. Yeah, girl, I was about to hit on the family because I feel like 
they are the hardest to take that no it's like yeah no i know i'm not gonna but but no are you listening to what i'm saying right like i understand what you want me to say or what you want me to be or what you but i'm gonna have that's gonna be a no i'm gonna have to pass it's gonna be a firm no you know (laughs) yes like um a lot of I, i feel like it's a journey to get there you know what i mean like sometimes you don't even you're unaware of that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, you know, you, again, the rejection, it's like a, a, a rejective word if if you say no. And I think right. that's a part of like, especially with family, like, you know, to tell your mom or to tell your dad, no, or to tell your sisters, no. And I feel like a lot of times, like, let's just, let's just say if, if you're like super, somebody puts in a million dollar order, you know, with you, on, <laughs> you know, with a million dollar you, order. Come on. Million Come on. So now your family like, man, oh, we rich. Hold on, partner. Right. <laughs> Who been up? <laughs> Who been struggling? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who been so sacrificing? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, and I remember I, you looked at me crazy when I told you I was pursuing my dream. Right, like why would you do that? <laughs> because exactly, no, me. and I and I know it can be from a place of love, but at the same time, you know, it's it's the boundaries. You know, like boundaries are okay. Like it's okay to have healthy boundaries, and sometimes you just have to say no. I'm a, I'm a big person on energy. And if like, I feel like an encounter, like if, if, if a person makes me feel a certain kind of way or people or my energy kind of gets off and something's like, what is, I don't know what it is, but I'm off and I need to remove myself, Mm -hmm. you know, or if I get invited to that space again, I had to learn how to say no. Right. Because I would be looking like, I would, I'd be trying to go out and like, yeah, I just want to have a good time. Or I don't, but something's not quite right. Right. It was a journey for me to get to say no. Right. Yes, I do love to go out. Yes, I do love to, you know, but if my energy isn't right or something, I can't, something's not, I feel, I have to say no. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it has that journey um, I think it's necessary to get there. Like you may take a, a few L's, like you might fall out with some friends. You yeah. might stop talking to some family. Right, right. But they gotta respect the no. And if nothing else, at least you you stay true to who you are to yourself. No, I I am one hundred percent agreeing with that. It's it's that it's the journey to, of getting there, you know. But like once you're there, it's just like, oh, this what this feels like. This, okay, I like this. Uh, we gonna stay here for a little while. <laughs> we get, you know, absolutely get comfortable or or get familiar with this lane since you know <laughs> since I haven't been you know in this lane. So yeah, it's I, parenting is a whole. Whew, it's just it's just a whole thing. Have you um? Like I, I have friends or associates um, that don't have children. Do you do you feel like a 
How how do you feel with friends with no with, with right with with no, with no children or I um or I've heard in the in the past like um oh you can't go because you have you know you have a child and my attitude now is like well if I do want to go you know I can make arrangements to get a sitter or you know if it's something I really want to do but if it's you know if it's of course, if it's not kid friendly, but my whole attitude now is if my son can't come, I probably don't need to be there anyway. So I'm a right. pass on that right. anyway. But I just don't I've I've heard people again try to make mothers and fathers. I know some full time fathers, too, that just mm-hmm. try to make them feel guilty because oh you can't hang out because I'm like, says who? It's it's just a weird right. I've been experiencing a lot of different shifts and I just I'm just so Oh yeah. Hmm, in a in a very um just listening type of way. I feel like it's very um it can be very isolating. Mm-hmm. Especially um in those first two years. Mm-hmm. Because you know, you're not sleeping normally, so right automatically makes a shift. <laughs> oh my gosh, that lack of sleep is—it's like which is what, like man, it hurts. It really does hurt. It's a fog. It literally, like you're literally walking in a fog, and it's like I really want to be present, mm-hmm. but I I'm doing the best that I absolutely can because my mind is on this you know, crazy schedule of, you know, sleep, lack of sleep. Before right. I had my, my daughter, I would get like, girl, I could easily stand in the bed till 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> like, I would need about eight or nine hours of sleep just naturally. I'm like, I just need that sleep. And it was a huge shock. When I was like, why won't this baby sleep? Oh my God, help me. Or in the like, literally, I mean, I, I'm very grateful. I am married. And so my husband was definitely there to help and stuff too. But, mm-hmm. you know, it still affected him. That right. was hard. Like both and- of us are like, look, okay, my time to, you know, get up. And and at the time, um, well, most of my friends didn't have babies. And so- mm-hmm. You know, they would be talking about doing certain things. And I'd be like, I just don't have it in me. Right. You know, and then I felt like I stopped. I <laughs> yeah. Then I felt like I stopped getting invited to so many things because yep. I'm the married right. with a baby. Right. And it's like, but am I not a person too? You know? Um, And then at the time, I felt, now, here's where my mommy guilt um, came into to full swing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> during when I felt like I didn't even have time to fully um like bask in my pregnancy because you become a mom as soon as you become pregnant. <laughs> I know that's kind of like a heart, but literally because your whole function is to care for this child, right? Mm-hmm. And that happens as soon as you're pregnant because you got to eat more, you got to get the rest that you need, you got to do all of that. And I had just started a job. Mm-hmm. Um where I was just like zip, 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 moving around, moving. Like, it was like, 
oh my god it was such a busy job mm-hmm. um that i felt i didn't even take maternity pictures girl i was like, i wish i would have been in that space to just like fully like hey um i'm a mom i mean at the time too i still yeah. wasn't thinking that i was only gonna have one child and that's not set in stone but for right, right. now she's four and the thought of starting all over again does not sound appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, ah, real I'm talk. <laughs> I right? totally do you know understand. What I, do you know what's happening? <laughs> so I totally get that, that, that the circle shifted. And to be honest, um, you know, I'm still working on having a, a play, play groups and stuff. I'm like, you know, now I, um, after therapy, girl, I have to, <laughs> no, I have, I haven't even mastered any of the play group stuff. My, my son is, um, he like pre COVID, he wasn't in school. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a whole thing. I mean, we have like play dates with, with friends and their, their children or whatever, well, not a lot now, but yeah, it's a, oh, talk about that mommy guilt again. Some days my son is up at 2 a.m. and they're like, oh, you need to be on a schedule and you need to, and you need to, and you oh need to. God. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> and I just, I just leave it at that. I know. What about the potty training? Like that was like a, oh my. I'm so thankful for my mother for potty training. Cause I'm like, um, I don't have a penis. I don't like, what do I, <laughs> you know? And my mom was like, you, you overthinking it. It's fine. My son was so easy to potty train. Like, Aww. and I, I know it's because of my mother. She just, she just be knowing what to do. And I just be like, um, some days I just call my mom. Like we on our way over your house. <laughs> I know that's right. Like we we both need a break from each other. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're coming Absolutely. to your house. But yeah, that I was freaking out about potty training even before potty training had started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hear all the horror stories. Exactly. Like, oh my god. Exactly. And the frustrations, and I'm already not a patient person. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do try. I really do. I be, I try so hard, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, okay, let me go walk away. Let me go." Like that's like <laughs> right, right, right. Let me go. Yeah. Because in that moment, I'm like, "Why is this not happening?" Okay, what am I doing, girl? The only thing that worked from her, and and like my mom put this on her. You gotta mm-hmm. put this, and I'm like, "It's not working, damn it!" Like, <laughs> girl, I tried that free range crap that was a mistake i was like this is just gross like a like a puppy so i'm like it's just it didn't work for her like you just so the free range method is just you don't put anything on them and just when they look like they're going to pee or poop you grab them and go put them on the potty no (laughs) okay when i tell you my anxiety was on (laughs) oh I was like, I can't do this. Then I tried the little, um, the rubber panties. That was a mess too. I was like, this is gross. <laughs> and the only thing that worked for my child, girl, was candy. It was like, 
I know you're not supposed to do that, but look, hey, if it's motivating her and right. she's doing it, okay. Every- like she literally just stopped at getting asking for candy for boo boo. Okay, that's oh my that's goodness. how effective it was. I love it. I'm so serious. I love it. I am. I am so serious. And the only way to get her to potty train was that it was like, okay, I had to go off the reward system. Mm-hmm. I, at first we tried the little boards, the little sticker boards, like, yeah, yeah. you get a sticker. Right. She, she was over it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't want no sticker. Like, right. Give me that candy. It was like, exactly. Her favorite thing to do was trick or treat. And she'd be like, she, this all she talked about, like all year. She would even go around and knock on cabinets and play trick or treating because she wanted to. Oh, candy. I love it. So um, creative. And so we never creative. gave her, she, very creative. I, I mean, we never gave her tons of candy anyway, but I'm like, look, this is this is it. This works. It seems, let's try this candy, you know, reward method in, in candy. And right. so every time she took a pee, um, we, we would get overly excited. And then, yay, now you get a piece of candy. Um, And so it was like small pieces. I would chop them up. And so yeah. it was basically one piece of candy that she was eating all day, but she didn't know. Right. Whatever so, right. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. For real. Once she mastered the PP, then it was like, okay, now if you for number two for boo boo, guess what? Right. So that that just worked for her. That's great. And people, you know, you giving her candy? I sure yes, am. I so am. Now it's funny. <laughs> exactly. Look, she using that bathroom. Is she not? <laughs> um pull-ups no more so reward how about that thanks here how about i'm gonna tell people about this reward system. right that works for us <laughs> if they want to hear it so i mean i feel like that was the biggest lesson um one of the biggest lessons of 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 motherhood so to say mm-hmm. was to just go with the flow and that you know just because it worked for other people and it's not working for your child it doesn't mean that you know, you're any less than or that you're doing something wrong or that you have to beat yourself up. You literally just have to find what works for your flow and what works for that little person, like who they are. Right. And listen to them. They'll tell you. They'll, you know, our kids are so smart. (laughs) They're just so smart. So smart. Oh my God. Like how they, I love how they process things. Right. So simple and so sweet. Cause they haven't been like, they, they haven't been like over influenced by certain things. You know, they still have the way that they want to do things, which is so awesome. I, I pray my son never loses his, his, um, his just drive and like, no mommy, I don't want that. I don't like that. Or, you know, just, I just want him mm-hmm. to keep that, you know, he, he's teaching me so much. Yes, yes. Oh my God! As much as you think you are teaching them, or right, but as much as you are, he's definitely raising me, (laughs) girl. It's so much that just the simplicity of life and like Mm -hmm. appreciating every moment. Because I feel like they just capitalize on that so much. Like just being in the oh, I wanted to do this because I wanted to do this, or no, I don't like that. Right. I try my hardest to respect that. Right. With her, I agree. Even with like. So I'm like, okay, what t- what point do you stop letting them bathe by themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still there with my daughter. Um, and my husband had kind of pushed me in that because mm-hmm. 
I would still be, you know, scrubbing. Cause in my mind, I'm like, look, she's not, I don't know if she's going to scrub good enough. Right. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make sure that I'm like, you know, as a young lady, you have to definitely, I know I always thinking of next steps, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, if she doesn't learn this now, this is going to continue. And so then when she's older, she's not going to know how to properly clean her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I get that. It's like, you yeah it's like you want things to just be like natural like oh yeah my mama taught me you know wipe from from front to back back to front you know just little stuff whatever whatever it is so i mean it's she she teaches me so much and like how much she's able to do she was um she was just born with this independence she and and with her mind made up yeah like from the moment I remember when she uh we was in the hospital and she doesn't like to this day she doesn't like anything on her hands mm. and so you know when they swaddle them real tight yeah this baby like super tight this baby would find a way for her arms to be out <laughs> Like, I'm good. I need some freedom. She wants some freedom. Yeah. And, I mean, she's just like that. It's, like, that's just who she is. If yeah. she wants something, she she knows what she wants. She says something. She knows what she likes. And like you said, I'm like, I just want to foster that as much as possible because we lose so much of that. Yeah. And, you know, throughout our lives. And I feel like we spend, we spend so much of our time, like, in that people-pleasing mode mm-hmm. or in that going with the flow mode or with that and then all of a sudden I feel like at some point something clicks for us and now we're trying to get back to self right because we spent so many years accommodating not right even the strongest of person oh yeah I mean even the strongest of personalities at some point you're like bending and being flexible and it's like you know what Damn it! This is who I am. Okay, right. and I'm done. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> right, and I just want to foster that so much. And like, you know, that that to me, I feel like is the is the task for parents how mm-hmm. to foster your child's strengths. Right. Don't don't kill their spirit. Yeah. You know, like it's, that's the tough part. When you get a chance, watch the short film. It's called Alike. Okay. It's a short animated film about a father. It starts off with the father getting ready to, um, packing his son's books, Mm -hmm. um, in his book bag. And his son comes running past him. And his father is kind of like this kind of blue, like this gray blue color. And Mm -hmm. his son is this bright orange color. And he's just like dancing around like, la, la, la just like you know in his own world playing and everything and just running around and his father puts on this book bag and the kid immediately falls to the ground because the books were so heavy so big, yeah. <laughs> and it is it's crazy because it's about how you how the child inspired the father like the father would go through this day-to-day work but he would kind of lose his color and he'd become gray mm. and so when he saw his son again his son would kind of make him that blue color again. Aww. But then because of work and the expectations with school, his son started to lose his color. And one day he just became kind of like this gray orange, kind of like how his father was like that gray blue. Yeah. And his father was like, no, I can't let this spark die. Yeah, and yeah. so he Aww. ends. Yeah. He ends up like 
pretending to play this musical instrument that he never let his son just stop and listen to in the park that they passed on the way to work to school. And I, girl, when you get a chance, watch that. It is literally makes very insightful, like dang, you know, I understand we have these expectations. I understand that we want to make, you know, make the best space for our kids, but especially in, and for me and how, you know, education was like huge, like, nope, you gotta, you know, but every kid, just because they don't get straight A's or just because they don't join a million clubs or just because they're not good at sports, or, right. it doesn't mean that their spark is any less than. They just have to right. find their own kind of way. Exactly. And I know it's like this expectation of you being busy. Oh, you need to get a sport. You need to do. Mm-hmm. And those things are great. But what is your child really going to do? Right. You know? And it's okay if they quit and don't like certain things. Just my thing is just introduce it to them, you know, just mm-hmm. introduce something, Absolutely. you know, a, a few different things. You never know what'll, what'll stick. And, and it's okay if what you think for them won't stick, you know, that's yeah. the art of allowing. <laughs> Absolutely. There it is. There it is. Beautifully yeah. put. The art of allowing. And I know it's it's hard. I'll play a game with my daughter. My daughter will play video games. She mm-hmm. likes um, Mario Party. But she hates to lose. And I'm like, Aww. at first, she was playing with her cousin. And that's where she got this concept of, I win, I win. And so she's like, mm. her cousin would say, I win all the time. And she would be like, well, I want to win. Yeah. So then... She would say, well, I win too, trying to join in. And she's like, no, you didn't win. You lost. And she didn't like that feeling. So now she has this thing of being a sore loser. Mm -hmm. And we try to, like the games we try to play, and I try so hard to get her to be like, you know, this is, this was fun. I'm happy that I got to play with you. Like sometimes mommy loses and it's okay. I still have fun. You know, did you have fun? Like I'm trying so hard to like get her in that moment but then sometimes it makes me not even want to play games but i know she or let her play games because i don't want to see her upset exactly but it yeah that's hard it's that balance yeah it, it's that balance and i feel like we're it's probably i know she's only she's going to be five next month Aww. and man you know i feel like this is going to be the constant thing about parenting it's been like where do i find the balance between you know what i want versus what she needs right and i feel like that's where a lot of our childhood traumas come from with the internet i feel like we have different ways to harness their gifts and to be aware of let's let's see you know let's see what what sticks hey do you like this and trying to find a way to monetize your gifts right sort of like what you did you know what i mean like (laughs) you had you had a, a gift of, of, first of all, you're an artist, I can tell, um, in the pieces that you put together. And one thing, um, I actually used to make jewelry and uh-huh. Bold Loud and Scream and started off as um, earrings. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love earrings. Like earrings is like, I feel like it's an extension of your personality. You know, yeah. like it's a it's a statement of who you are. Right. And you don't have to say anything. Uh, <laughs> no, you already see it. Like right. <laughs> and um I kind of the business part of it got kind of drabby for me. 
So yeah. it kind of like my art, I still get inspirations for jewelry mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, kind of sketch it out. I'm a terrible drawer, but I know what I see. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm seeing, but, um, you know, I had this idea of just wearable art. Mm-hmm. And when I see your pieces, it kind of, it reminds me of that, of this wearable art. Do you give that to your son? Do you like work with him on creating? Well, he's always here with me when I'm creating and my studio is currently in my home. So in our home, so, you know, he, I think because he naturally sees me painting or, you know, putting something together or constructing or deconstructing something like he naturally just does it. I mean, his table is, his craft table is right next to mine. And you know, if he wants to color or paint or if he sees me painting or he wants to paint with me, we we do that. I have a, um, a art installation that's up in Hyde Park and he helped me paint on one of the garments for the show. So he's he's always involved in some way, <laughs> even if he doesn't want to be. He just kind of finds him his way like oh, I want to do this one now. Or he'll be like, okay, I'm finished. Can we do something else? You know, so I just, yeah, I just listen, listen to him. And even when I'm on like a deadline (laughs) and I'm just like, oh, I just got to get it done. He's like, well, I want to help you, mommy. (laughs) So I just, I just allow him (laughs) to help, you know, because I do need the help. So he's a great helper. Yeah. So it's, it works where can people find you on social media and purchase your jewelry and accessories sure i'm at um, www.kfleye.com that's my website and then social media is just k my handle is kfleye on um, instagram and facebook and all of those fun fun places to get all social and that's a, a whole nother thing, social media, but we could be talking forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, but, I just want to thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your your gifts and your energy and just your insight and everything. Oh, you are so welcome. This was fun. And again, make sure you guys check her out on Instagram and Facebook and go ahead I'm telling y'all now y'all know I don't play about my jewelry now (laughs) she has some great some bomb pieces like period so just check her out go ahead get you a couple pieces (laughs) you can't have what I got though (laughs) and I do send out uh, discounts on my website every month well thank you again just thank you so much for sharing cheers Hey guys, it's Jana. I'm a work in progress. And if you are too, Bold Line of Screaming is a podcast for you. And this week on Bold Line of Screaming, we are talking about parenting with our special guest co-host, Kelly Mosley of K-Fly Jewelry and Accessories. We are talking about um, the stigmas in parenting and importance of self-care and creativity and, you know, meeting your child where they are and understanding their gifts. So, Really hope you guys enjoy and let's get into it. When you want-